of uh, Borderline Podcast Disorder. I'm your host, Levi Lupu, and uh, boy, has it been a, a tough week. As some of you may know, I've been battling sinusitis, a frustrating sequel to a chest infection I suffered just uh, last month. It's been a test of patience, as it's the first time I've been sick twice in a single season, and it's um, hindering me from my usual running routine and uh, work commitments. However, every cloud has a silver lining. This uh, unpleasant experience um, has allowed me to practice radical acceptance and loving-kindness skills, a reminder that self-compassion is key during challenging times. On a more nostalgic note, I had a bit of a time warp moment today. I switched on my Xbox for a couple of rounds of FC24 and was suddenly transported back to a time about eight years ago when my daily sustenance was marzipan-filled pastries from Wilco. Uh, it was two p- for £1.50. It was a Christmassy, you know, delicatesse. It's a stark contrast now, though, because um, as I'm speaking to you, I'm prepared to spend my first holiday season in a new home with my partner. This week has also been marked by a moment of loss. I attended a funeral for a friend's mother, a somber occasion that's had me reflecting on my own mother a lot. But life, as we know, is a mix of highs and lows. Today I'm excited to bring you a conversation with Christian Soda, a passionate fighter based in Manchester. He's a busy guy and we managed to carve out some time between his training sessions to chat about what drives him and what it's like to start in his sport. Remember to follow Christian at Christian Soda and me at Levi Lupu on social media to stay updated with what we're up to. So um, without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Thanks for joining us and remember to take care of yourselves. Good to see you, man. It's been a minute. But, yeah, it's um, been a while. Honestly, honestly. Last time I saw you was regular comedians here in Manchester. Um, but um, training is going good. I'm a fighter now. Literally, the last stand-up I did, I told, like, I told, it was just fellow comedian. I was like, I'm going to stop comedy to go pursue fighting. And here we are. Almost seven months later, I've had seven fights. I fought for the title last, uh, my last fight. Lost by unanimous decision, but it was a good fight. For last week, I won that, and we just keep going. We no, keep no, going. well done. I think you, I think you've done seven months in seven fights. That's that's a lot, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is to be honest. I have had my first fight was last year December. And then, um, so it's just over seven months, but I have fought a lot. I've had, I've, it'll be a year this December coming, so yeah. How much did you prepare for the first fight? Like how much, did be, or how much training did you have to do before you first, mm-hmm. or I guess not, because I know you've been very active since I, yeah. I know you and know of you, but yeah. it's so I, I used to play football, so I was always fairly fit. Um, and then when I started fighting, because it's such a different area and it's something new for anybody, doesn't matter what you did, it's just so different. 
that you're kind of relying on your coaches to kind of guide you through all your training and your preparation. And my first fight, I lost. And my first fight, I lost. It wasn't because, like, I lost because of myself, basically. When I look back on it, I lost because my mind was almost, like, everywhere else. My mind was distracted with everything around, whether it was, like, my friends are coming, my family are coming, I need to make sure everybody's got a ticket. Like, all those things, I think, affected me. And when I was in the fight, there was this one part where I got caught in a position and I kind of got stuck. And the guy didn't do anything amazing. He didn't hurt me. He didn't punch me. He just had me in this position and I was stuck. And the round finished. And that was the decider and he won. So it was a lesson to be taken. And I understood like how mentally I have to be in a different place when I'm about to fight. Like I don't need all the distraction from friends, family or girlfriend, whatever. So... Yeah. Wow. Okay. And how is how is that? Um, I mean, yeah. Sorry. Congratulations on the on the Friday uh, win. That was pretty pretty special, right? Because he was uh, what was his name? APFC. Yes. Yes. Anthony Perez. Anthony Perez is an old UFC fighter. He's basically famous for he did like um, the first like he jumped on the cage and punched the guy. Like he jumped on the cage, bounced off, and punched the guy. And basically, he's known for that. And he's doing this tour around Europe and Asia, just finding new talent. And they asked for me to fight on it. And um, so I did fight on it. I won the fight, showed some nice skills. And hopefully just more opportunity keep coming like this. So everything is looking good. I'm super grateful. Just got to keep working hard. And hopefully we'll see some results of money. That's amazing. Um, it looked. I've seen some pictures from the fight. It looked really, uh, really sharp. Um, so you've got uh, any um, any more? Uh, how 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 further in advance do you uh, do you plan the fights? Like how further in advance do you know? Yeah, usually. So the best case scenario is six weeks. Six weeks, you start your camp. That's enough time for you to start training because camp is mostly like okay. I'm gonna analyze my opponent. I look at okay, he's good at this, he's good at that, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna try and beat him like this, and by me trying to beat him like this, my training will be based on me trying to beat him like this, and that training will mostly be me trying to beat him like that, but doing everything that I'll be trying to beat him with tired, so I'll be trying to get as tired as possible while trying to do the right things, so if I can get as tired as possible doing the right thing, then. I'm in a good place. It means I'm getting fitter. And the training session, usually the worse they are, the easier the fight it is. So, yeah, the training is usually the worst. That's six weeks before the fight. You're going to go through hell. It's not like many feelings you're going to get that will be like every day. You're just going to training to just get killed. So, yeah. What do you? Uh, what have you done your um, uh, training camp so far? Is it uh, Manchester or? Yes, it's Manchester. It's a gym, local gym called Fighting Fit. Um, literally near Victoria. Proper good gym. Proper nice people, and everybody's super supportive. And um, yeah, literally from the get go, because I've been in a couple of other gym before. I've been in a couple of other gym before, and some gym, bro, it's literally like you're just trying to kill each other all the time. <laughs> Which is not bad. You need to know you got that side of you if you're going to fight. But you also need to be able to learn techniques. 
and that's why this gym is very good for it gives you both area you're able to challenge yourself mentally or if you're gonna find out if you're strong and then you're also able to learn what you need to learn okay yeah. and uh have you have you fought in any other places in uk besides of manchester uh, yes i fought in liverpool uh i fought in preston and i fought in birmingham those are the location but i'm trying to like at some point i'm gonna start fighting overseas i can see it very soon so yeah oh nice that's that's it. how how did it um how does it work how did you what what made you go from you know i'm just gonna train to actually i want to pursue yeah. this as a career yeah so uh i'm a last year uni um my study wasn't going very well i just knew i knew i wasn't gonna do like I did first, second year, kind of did it for the fun of it. And then my last year, I was like, I was going to do fight night, which is basically you train for like two months and then you fight someone who you've been training with. And in that training, I realized that I was getting very good. Like by the end of the two months, even though COVID was going to hit, like nobody in the camp wanted to fight me. And then I, I actually saw for myself that, oh, I'm actually getting pretty good. And then so COVID hit. Two years were in lockdown. COVID stops. As soon as it stops, I just keep training. And I keep training maybe for like another year, boxing. And then I come to this gym, which I'm at now. And that's when I started doing the grappling and stuff like that, which was maybe two, two years ago. I came to this gym and then I trained there. And then within a year after training, I was like, yeah, let's, let's do it. And my coach thought I could do it as well. And so... From then on, I was just like, yeah, let's, wow. let's go. So, yeah, uh -huh. again, it, it's been a, a long, very long process. And then mm -hmm. one year, yeah, a year of training in the same gym before you were, wow, that's yeah, that's amazing, man. And, uh, mm -hmm. you I, I mean, is it, um, um, do you, like, I'm, it's so interesting because you, I know UFC, right? Like, I know <laughs> what it, what's it like there, but I have no idea what it's like on the way there you know yeah uh -huh. so it's just uh, it's just such an incredible such an incredible uh, chance to to explore that a bit more and to understand yeah. more of, of you know uh, what's happening around because you're based in manchester i, I don't think we've uh, yeah. we've mentioned it before yet so that's how yes, we know each other yeah. yeah so if you was to try and understand like how like the ufc and everything works it's like it's literally like football you got a premier league you got a championship, you got, they're all playing the same, like, football, but it's just different level. And the thing is with the UFC is they're the big boys. You get the biggest reach. The best fighter will go to the UFC. And so you've got all these different organizations, which in the UK, the biggest one is probably like Cage Warrior, which is one of the biggest ones in Europe. And so they have fighters who will fight there for professional which I'm looking to turn professional maybe uh, in a year or less than a year. And hopefully if I do go to Cage Warrior, after if you fight that and you have some good fight, then UFC will just come for you. That's where Conor McGregor came from. Oh. That's where, yeah, yeah. That's where Conor McGregor, that's where Leon Edward, who's the current welterweight champion, he came from there. Like, um, yeah. And even Paddy the Buddy. Paddy the Buddy, the last... Um, the when I my second last fight FCC, which I fought a couple of times, 
that's where he came from. He used to fight on that. So it's uh, the reason why I chose fighting. It's because like it's yourself. It's like you put in the work, you get the results, and as long as you keep winning, somebody's gonna notice. So that's yeah. true. That that's incredible. Uh, what's uh, what's on you? Because you said you want to do uh, Europe or you want to do international as well. Yeah. I just imagine what what's on your bucket list. Italy, I think it'd be sick. I know one of my mates fought in like a Colosseum. Wow! Fought, like yes, that was just some like Roman type stuff. Honestly, it looked so good. And That's he was amazing. doing it. The sun was shining. It was in the middle of the sand, and the ring was there. And people was in the crowd. It was sick. Wow! And uh, you've because uh, would you have to move to Italy or you, you're just looking no. for a promoter? No, so they'll just they'll just book you for the fight. They'll book you for the fight. You'll speak to them about what they need to do, the pricing, and then they'll book your hotel and everything. You just go there, you fight, you put on a good show, you come back home. Nice, easy day. Nice. I know. I know. Of, um, I think. Greece and uh, actually Croatia is meant to have some good um, like cage fighting as well. Yeah, nice. I, which I, I again, but I, I'm I'm more. I only remember because uh, I know some people that were around the um, uh, K1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. more like kickboxing as well. Yeah, that so, was like yeah, kick kickboxing. Yeah. But at the uh, moment, mate, at the moment, the Russians, the Russian is just bullying everybody. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised because they yeah. are, it's really, really tough. And I know. Have yeah. you ever? Because um, for um, now, for your, your cage fighting, you have to do grappling. So you do, you yeah. do actual like. Um, again, you you have to do ground training as well, right? Like yes. wrestling, yeah. a, which is jujitsu. Jiu-jitsu. Right. And yes. you've got the be- white belt, I think. So I'm a white belt. I've got four stripes. You get so you get. Four stripes, and then you move on to your next belt. So I'm on the last end of white belt. But, like, if you put the same amount of time as I do and pay attention to it as much as I do, like, like I'm literally, like, I finish, like, blue-purple belt. Like, so it's normal. As long as you're putting in the time and you're able to pay attention, the belt system is actually a credit to myself because I'm a white belt, but then, like, I'm just, I'm good. Nice. That's, you know, no, it's good. It's good to, to know where you are. And it's good to know uh-huh. what, uh-huh. Uh, like you said, you know, you, you, you saw what you want to do and you kind of like just going for it. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so you just, you got, because you, you're saying you, you've got four uh, stripes on the Stripe. white belt. Yeah, four stripes and on the white belt. And then i blue belt, which will be in the next grading, um, which will be some point in November. So maybe next month, actually. Maybe in like a month or less than a month, I could be a blue belt. What's it like then? What's your at the moment? What's your what's your um, what what does your like day or week look like? Like how do you what do you do? Okay, so today know, do... today I woke up. I woke up a bit early to have my breakfast, so I'm not stuffed for training. I my first training session was at twelve. That was a jujitsu training session, and. No, actually, 12 boxing. I did boxing and then I did jujitsu. And then I'm back here. I had something to eat. I'm talking to you. It's nearly four. I'm going to go back for five, half five, and then 
training again for six and there'll be no gi jiu-jitsu so the first jiu-jitsu was with the like where you wear the clothes the gi and then this one will be with just like rush guard and then after that it'll be mma and then i'll come back home eat some food maybe watch some fight video on youtube and go to bed and then uh tomorrow same and then wednesday work in the morning in the gym so i'll be teaching a few clients and then i'll train later on so that's my day usually i'm teaching clients during the morning and then i'll be working later on during the day Dude, i'm wow. training if i'm not teaching clients well how did you when, when did you uh, how long have you been um, teaching um how, how long have you had clients for as well uh, not long actually it's been only the last the last few months that i've actually kind of elevated to teaching now um i started teaching my current gym that i go to now the one that i find for the they offered me if i could start taking some lesson and i'm like yeah okay so then i started taking some lesson and then i work in a different gym as well um where i'm able to teach people how to do basic mma stuff whether you want to feel good self-defense and i'm also pt qualified so some people want to lose weight or want to just become stronger so i'll just put on for a plan and just make sure everybody's getting um the improving on our end yeah wow that's that's awesome because you um i yeah, i've seen um it's quite quite a uh, i've seen this trend where you're like training other people early in the day yeah. and then in the evening you yeah. gotta yeah. do your own work yeah. and um no that's just that's just huge man and then what what's about like resting how do you know when it's time to rest do you uh have to like remind yourself of taking breaks what you like with with that sort of uh what that like part of life yeah. i guess um so i really believe like once you start doing something like as much as i do it it becomes part of like your lifestyle like when i like yesterday i didn't train just because i fought on um i fought on friday saturday sunday chilled and usually i would like to be back training on monday but i'll take day off on monday and even yesterday i could feel there was so much like buzz of energy i'm like i've not used this energy i've not used this energy so i do enjoy training and it's like my way of just like i feel better when i train so i just enjoy training um if I have to take a break, like if I've got like a little injury, then I'll take a break. But usually there's way to find, like let's say my arm is hurting, then I'll just kick the back for like an hour. So there's all this way around it. So. Oh, okay. And because um, we were talking about um, the camp that you have to you, ideally do set six weeks. That's even for, I think that's like a professional standard if I'm not yeah, wrong. I, know, I only know from playing UFC on my Xbox that yeah. you have a six-week camp so yeah. and then that's the camp when you have to change your training to yes. uh basically to basically that's when you personalized it yes. based on who you're yes. fighting yes indeed how did you feel you know starting fighting like how did you feel knowing that or did you fight someone who was also new or did you like how, how does it feel when you yes you fight someone who's fairly like now i'm becoming more experienced i would like to fight people who are more experienced like you see the difference between like a like a new guy and uh someone who's experienced like 
with me like we're starting to take our time a bit more people are starting to become a bit more thoughtful but if i fought someone who's had literally like two fighting from the get-go they're just like go go and then by the second round they are so tired they are so tired that they've given everything so, i know that's that's how mm-hmm. i use i lose my fight so yeah <laughs> <laughs> i swear so yeah the the point of it just try to fight people who are the same level as you so then i'm challenging myself and even people that people think i can lose and so therefore you fight them and then you find out because my two fights ago my fight was against the number one guy in the uk and it wasn't my best performance but he had the hardest fight of his career and so that just like i walk away like a bit annoyed with myself because i'm like why did i why didn't i like um just there was a couple of things that i didn't do which i could have done and then you also walk away confident like wow that like i put that was a good fight so yeah nice it sounds like very like uh like a rocky i don't know if you watched the first rocky movie you know yeah. where he, where he lost he was like yeah i'm kind of won this ah uh, nice yeah um now oh god i forgot what was going on. oh you know because you i've seen you when you were uh fighting now you are representing both united kingdom and yes. Congo? Congo, yes, indeed. Yeah. But how, um, at what level, or have you thought about, at what level do you have to choose only, or do you have to choose one? Is it like football? Where you... I mean, if I had to choose one, it would be Congo. But, um, but I've been in this country for 12 years. I was born in Congo. I think, like, when you're born somewhere. And they give you your first breath. You just, it's different. So, um, they've both given me, they've both made me who I am. So, I would like to represent them both. But, brother, look at me, bro. I look like Congo. (laughs) (laughs) It's not, well, it's not to, uh, not to say that. uh, Anyway, I'm... (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I don't know if I should agree or disagree with you. I <laughs> kind of go like, yeah, okay. That's um, really. But uh, you know, because I mean, um, yeah, no, I think it's, it's amazing because I know uh, loads of uh, fighters. They get they kind of uh, either represent the country they live in or the country where they train in. But like, because you mm-hmm. lived here for twelve years, so you didn't you you yes. moved here even before uni. Uh, before uni, I was 11 when I moved here. I've actually been here for maybe like 13 years now, man. I moved here when I was 11. I'm about to be 25 in two days, mate. So, oh, my. Happy birthday. Happy, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Yeah, I've been here for 13 years, literally. Um, and when uh, was it uh, with the family? Yes, I've been here with the family. Family lives in Bradford, and I moved here for uni, and I haven't left Manchester. Since yeah no I know we yeah when we we moved, we met around yeah. the Manchester comedy circuit what was uh, yeah because you were saying that you um, you did comedy for a bit you know yeah um, would you do it again or would you are yeah. you thinking is like is it in the back of your head you're like you know what maybe it's I always can... in the back of my mind bro I'm always writing like as much as like when I tell a good joke to friends I'm putting it down in my notes. 
because I'm thinking down the line, I'm going to have to like do it. <laughs> Honestly, it's just the time, the time difference. Because when I'm training, it's when the shows are happening. The shows are, yeah. Uh, that's, that's the truth, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I know at some point, like, once I start to become a bit more like, uh, like just have my own free time, like money is not such a thing that I have to chase, then I'll have more time to kind of like do like kind of dibble dabble. So yeah. You know how, yeah, you'd be like, um, like, uh, I was going to say like the kind of like the upgraded version of Joe Rogan. Yeah. That's you, the... you know, a fighter and a comedian rather than a pundit and a comedian. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Oh, oh, to man. be fair, Joe did, Joe did fight karate at some point. So. Yeah, no, he did because I think he still has a, a belt, yeah. right? Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah he, he was awarded. He, he did um, award himself. Like, he, he did get a, a belt. But, uh, you know, when you were, I guess, younger, like, what, what is it that made you like this sport? So, like, what was why this over any other contact sport? Uh... I did used to fight a lot when I was younger. Um, I did want to do like judo. Judo was super popular in my country, and I did want to do it. But I had these aunties that was just like, "No, you're gonna hurt yourself. You're gonna hurt yourself." And um, so they felt a responsibility for me to like be safe, even though I wasn't safe. Like if they saw everything else I was getting up to with my friend was just ridiculous. <laughs> and so <laughs> honestly bro <laughs> climbing trees, walking for like four hours to another city, just like and when we're not even ten yet. We're not even ten yet. We're like eight years old and there'll be a group of like fifteen of us just walking for days just to play a game of football. Right. Oh my god! Amazing though, but that's the type of freedom like that builds you. I think makes you stronger. You just learn how to survive, and so yeah, I wanted to do it. Then I did it, and then when I started here, I just didn't want to stop. Like I proper enjoy it. Like I just I noticed certain things. I noticed certain things that I'm gonna do for the rest of my life for sure, and training is one of them. So yeah, that's amazing. I think and uh, who's um. I guess what, because I was meant to come and watch. Um, I was going, I, I wanted to come and watch one of your fights when I was still up north, living up yeah. north. But uh, who's your uh, what? If you were to say like, what, what's your style or like, who do you comparing to? I guess someone that I, it's on the either the UFC or is like retired. I guess who is it like? Because you were saying earlier that sometimes you go home in the evening and watch a fight. Is it your own yeah. fight that you're watching, or is it someone else's fight that you watch? Oh, every, everybody else. There's always as long as you're fighting, um, then there's something to take. Whether it's boxers, whether it's like MMA fighter or kickboxing fighter, there's something that to always take. Uh, with me, where do I feel good? I feel good everywhere. To be honest, my second two, my last two fight, the first one. Standing up, I was smashing the guy. This one, I felt like taking him down. I was all like I was winning more. So I just like I won the fight. Like took him down here. And last one, when I went like when I was trying to take advantage, I was trying to keep him standing up. And I knew he was coming to take me down. So yeah, just depends on the fight and being able to recognize. Okay, I'm winning here. So let me try and gravitate towards taking to this area more. So yeah. 
Wow, that's actually impressive, you know, because I know loads of fighters, they kind of like, they either like standing or uh, groundwork. While, yeah. So you're saying you're comfortable with both? Yes, sir. Wow, that's that's impressive. Uh-huh. Which one? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, but again, I, I know from like watching other fights or like um, speaking, with, not speaking, but again, speaking with like friends or people around, um, you always see that someone's like, oh yeah, he's like, a, again, he's like a, a kickboxer or he's a uh-huh. boxer or he's, a, again, he's a wrestler. While yeah. when you have, um, when you're comfortable with all of it, then it's, yeah. I guess it's incredible because yeah. you, you can switch around. And um, the same way you, you learn about uh, your opponents, they learn about mm-hmm. you as well. So it's harder for them. Exactly. To... Exactly. Nice. How do you feel? Like, what's it like um, fighting? What's the, I don't know, the trash talk uh, like? Is, it, is there any at this level or are you... Um, guys, kind of like keeping it, you know, we're just here to fight. What was what's the pre preparation yeah. for those? Uh, for I those events, the, I think the vibe is pretty respectful uh, towards all the opponents so far. But I haven't fought Scouser yet. I haven't fought Scouser yet, and I haven't fought Irish yet. They will talk shit. I already know. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Sorry, go on. So, but if I find it funny, bro, I'm probably just gonna laugh with it. So, yeah. I think it's you know it's it's incredible because you see those you see those videos of like people fighting before the fight, but then mm-hmm. after that, like look at the um, Volkanovski, you know, posting the picture yeah. with. Uh, it's like it, it, when you look into it a bit more, you're like yeah, again, the level of respect for these people is insane because like yeah. you are in such a. You're in a very small amount of people in the world that are mm-hmm. sacrificing in such a way, that are like yeah, working yeah. at this level. And I think it's it's huge to say that. Even you know, I know, I know, I know of people who went. Uh, have you ever considered about like fighting in? Because I know, at least for kickboxing, Japan is pretty huge. Have you yeah, ever considered yeah. doing like doing like a, a pyramid in like uh, uh, again Japan, or where, is that not on the on the list, hey, on the bucket. If they, if they pay me good, I'll go to Japan, bro. Nice. Would you Would you fight in every continent in the world? How's that? How that sound? Sounds good. I love traveling, man. I want to learn so much. And if just fighting one day, um, a couple of months allows me to do that, then let's do it. It's not the worst. I'll do every time I'm free to do whatever I want. I'll just train hard, make sure. I'm good to fight one time. I'm good, yeah. You know, it's crazy. You're because yeah, you're turning 25 in two days, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, you've done this for almost a year. It's you're still so early in the ages of, uh, yeah. of a fighter's career, you know. Because unlike, I guess, even football, you're yeah. kind of blossoming your your late. You know, yeah. 30s. I mean, I've, I've seen now, who was it? I can't, I can't remember. I've seen people are like 41, 42, 43, you know, and uh, they are still doing incredibly well. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, does it depend now where you want to be based on what's going to happen for your career? Or are you planning to be, to stay in the UK? Or do you want to like just live Ooh. in the UK? Um. I want to travel, but my travel will be like uh, training based. So mm. if let's say I go to Canada, let's say you got George and Pierre who come from Canada. So I'll look at his gym 
and then I'll go to his gym, but I'll trade, like I'll be enjoying the place, but like I'll be training because I can't waste any time. I didn't start this when I was young, so I'm playing catch-up while some people have been doing this since they were young. So as much skill as I can from everywhere. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. And you have you trained with any um, – did, did, is it spar- sparring – yeah. Um, yeah, it's still a thing. Okay, it's still mm-hmm. happening. Do you do you do it with uh, people from the same gym, or do you sometimes do it with? Uh, we other... do it with people people from the same gym, and sometimes we'll do it with. We'll go to like different gyms and other people, and so you spar everybody. Yeah. And does your sparring? I guess you would change during the camp based on who you're fighting, right? So if you're fighting someone yes, who's yeah. more so like. If you've got a good sparring partner, they'll do their research for you as well. And then they'll see what the guy does and they'll try and replicate that for you. So, oh, wow. So it goes yeah. to that. That's, that's incredible. Have you, have, you yeah. done, have, you been, have you done that for other... Um, yes. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah. How did that feel? It feels fine. It's kind of fun because then you're letting your mind be creative. You start, you're actually opening your body and mind for new skills now because you're trying to do things that are weird to you so yeah as well as now you know when you were um referring to uh stamina and you're like oh people who start fighting you can tell in the first few fights because by the second round they are Mm -hmm. like out because of their energy dropping how long did it take you or like how did you get comfortable with slowing down the pace you know how um how do you i guess like i guess it's more like a mentally mental training but how do you train for that uh it's mental and just being like being fit as well but also being like decision making need to be smart like my last fight uh third round the guy is trying to is got me with a couple of shots standing up i'm tired he's tired he's coming towards me so i just go down take him down take him down keep him there the whole time and so i get my breath back he's working twice as hard and by the time he stand up he's knackered so yeah just decision making is important just knowing okay i'm gonna hold him here he can't really do anything here i mean i'm Today, referee looks like I'm winning. Just yeah, being aware of all these small things. What's it, um, what's it like getting? Um, you know, do you hear your um, trainers or like people on the side? Yes. What's it like when you hear do you, when you hear someone else's trainers? Like that? Do you let that in your head, or do you just listen to the voices that come from your corner? It can put you off. It can put you off, but. Um, Sometimes the eyes never lie. So sometimes, like, that you hear the corner and then, like, my last fight, my head kick, I got a nice head kick. And my, uh, one of my coaches went, head kick. And then I looked at the guy and he was looking at me because he was expecting a head kick. So I didn't throw it. I just kept moving. I kept moving. So sometimes the eyes never lie because he saw that I, I was about to throw it. And then when yeah. I looked at him, he saw it. So, yeah. Uh-huh. Nice. So you kind of like you put it in the back of your head, but you still have because yeah. that, that's what. Yeah, yeah, I was. I was thinking like, uh-huh. that, well, how about have you ever had the? Like, have you ever heard someone else's? Yeah, I guess command, sure. and you were like, oh, I know what you're gonna do now. For sure. Oh, for sure. 
it can be like, I know what he's going to do now, or it can put you off as well, off your rhythm. So, yeah. What's your, um, what's your favorite, I guess, uh, so, so far you got seven fights. Mm-hmm. How many wins? Five, two losses. Five, Five wins, wins two, yes. two losses. Uh, decision? Uh, yes. So, fr- two, uh, three unanimous, two finish, and then I lost two by unanimous as well. Mm-hmm. Wow, so you still, like, you stood up the whole time. But even if you watch the fight that I lost, like, it's, like, I never lost because, like, my last fight I lost, but I was on top of the guy, like, in the last minute, smashing his head. Oh. Yeah, it's so. such, you know, I, I feel like it's so hard to... Um... To me, you lose when you, like, mentally lose. Like, my, my last fight, I fell in the last round that, like, I took the guy's will away. That's when he, <laughs> that's when he lost. Like, he stopped trying to get up. He accepted that he's going to... For me, I've never... Like, I'm just going to keep fighting. Like, you're going to have to kill me, bro. Like, so, yeah. That's incredible. Uh-huh. Who's your... Um, how, how, uh, who, who are the people that are training you? Uh, so, we've got Martin K, who's a black belt. He's been a black belt for almost, like, 10 years now. And he's an amazing coach. We've got a boxer, Josh, who's literally one of the best journeymen in the country. By journeyman, he's basically these guys that fight boxing prospects. So let's say if this guy we think is going to be like, let's say, a British champion. So you have these journeymen who are basically fighters that get paid to fight, but they'll let the guy win. But it means that they have to be good defensively because your guy is trying to kill me like 24-7. But I have to be a journeyman to be able to get away from your punches, but I can't hurt you. I can't knock you out. Oh, yeah, that's boxing for you, mate. Wow, so that's the journey, man. I have never heard of this. Yes, man, it's a whole different world, honestly. This is incredible. Yeah. And okay, so you've got uh, you got a journey, you got Josh, and then so is it two people? So One, Josh, I guess, and then we got Jack who does the kickboxing. We got Steph who does the MMA overall. So it's just a team full of different skill and everybody's got like uh, like different knowledge. Like, yeah, yeah. Just take bits from everybody. Wow, that's a... But the, that's but the cool. main coach is Martin. Martin, very good coach. And you've worked with him for, what, almost two years, you were saying, since you yes. joined the gym, basically. Yes, I literally came to the gym with nothing in my brain, whether it was jiu-jitsu, nothing. I just, I had nothing what to do. And he's taught me everything. And now I'm winning competition with blue belt. I'm finishing purple and brown belt. And, uh, yeah, it's good. Nice. What, uh, you were saying in, in, a, in about a month or so, you are planning to change the color of the belt. Yes. You're, you're pushing for, uh, what is it, the blue, was it? Yeah, blue. So I don't decide, my coach decide, but we got a grading in a, in a couple of weeks, which... I might get it, I might not. Their coach decide. Oh, okay, okay. And then how long do you have until, is it like, a, I don't know, it's like a driving license. You have to, or you can yeah. only, you do it now and then you have a month or two and you're not allowed to try again so, or how does it? No, no. So you, let's say you move up a belt, so I go to blue belt. And so I'll learn 
the curriculum for the blue belt, all of it, within two years. And then if he thinks I meet the criteria to go to purple belt, then you go to purple belt and it's all the way to black belt. And then when you get to black belt, you go on your own journey to find out, to learn what you want to learn, to carve your own jiu-jitsu and it's fun. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And uh, fighting-wise, have you um, got any... Because you, you've won the, uh, a big, a big, an important fight on Friday. Yeah. You are also a part... Because now, basically, you're not signed with a certain, like, organization, right? So you can, no. you can, you can fight whatever you get um, yeah. kind of, like, called to fight or, like, whatever you get offered to fight. Yeah. Um, is there um, anything for the beginning of the year? That yes, you have in mind got, anywhere you want to go? I'll be fighting at um, FCC, 16th of December. And so that's my next fight. So I got maybe like two weeks rest, a week rest, and then back to training. No, how are you feeling about Do you know who you're fighting already or will you find out uh, no, yet. later? No, yeah. I was, I was meant to fight some guy and he pulled out. So they're just looking for someone new. So just, yeah. Doesn't matter, bro. Fight like just some someone good. Let's go. Nice. Anyway, is that going to happen? Manchester. Yeah. Uh, Liverpool. Liverpool. Nice. So you're Liverpool. going back. Uh, yeah. How do you find fighting fighting in Liverpool? Like from Liverpool, okay. Birmingham, Preston, Manchester. What's your, what was your favorite so far? Liverpool. They do go crazy. They scream like they love fighting, bro. There's literally like families that that just all they've been doing all their life is fighting. So, yeah, Liverpool's probably I like how crazy they are. Even though some of the time they're just booing me, but I like it. It's not not personal. Yeah, how so, do you yeah. feel about that? I know, like, but how do you, how does it feel when you when you when people in the when you can hear the audience siding with the other person? Puts a fire under me. It's like okay, that's who you are. Okay, let's see. Yeah, I mean. I guess the, that's where, like, uh, being a comedian uh-huh, <laughs> helps. Exactly. Out, yeah, yeah I, I've seen yeah, exactly. <laughs> and especially in comedy, they're, they're looking at you, their faces are even worse. They feel sorry for you. They're just looking at you like, really? <laughs> yeah, well, they're in, I guess in, in, in fighting, they're actually, they feel yeah. sorry for you, but they also, also say it. They're like, oh, yeah, the yeah. other guy's going to win or whatever. They don't feel sorry for you. They just, they want you... They just wish everything bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone needs to get beat up. Uh-huh. You know, it's been, uh, it's been awesome uh, catching up with you. I um, really enjoyed this. Um, so you got another training, training, no, another two training sessions uh, tonight. Yeah, I've got two training, two, another two training sessions tonight, yes. Two other training sessions and then... Um, yeah, good luck with the camp. I hope you, um, you. Good luck with the fight as well. Thank you. It's been uh, incredible uh, catching up and uh, good luck, man. Yeah, it's uh, you, you know I, I'm hoping to have you around um, once we get a, a studio on as well. I, I see your stories. You're doing great. So I, I'm you. really. Uh, it's very captivating and um, it was nice catching up. And I'm really um, hopeful to speak with you again. And then we'll Thank we'll you. see how uh, how you're doing with the new belt and then more wins <laughs> yes yeah, sir let's go numbers. let's do it cool well I'll catch you soon that was it
thank you for listening. Uh, thanks for sticking around. Don't forget to um, follow me and uh, Christian. And uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to get the next uh, notification when the next episode is out. Thank you, folks. Stay skillful, look after yourselves, and uh, for anyone celebrating, uh, enjoy the holidays season. Bye.